0: Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one just page of Talmud every day. And in today's pages, Ketubot 18 and 19, the Talmud discusses one of the most fraught questions that still haunts the criminal justice system, which is how might we tell if confessions are valid or not? Have a listen. With regard to the witnesses who said in their testimony to ratify their signature in a document, we signed the document, and this is our handwriting. However, we were compelled to sign, or we were minors when we signed, or we were disqualified witnesses. Example, were relatives of one of the parties. They are deemed credible. Since the document is ratified on the basis of their testimony, it is likewise invalidated on the basis of their testimony. And the Talmud goes on to question what happens, for example, if a confession is obtained under duress. That was precisely the question that in the heart of one of the most infamous cases, In American history, the case of the Central Park Five. Around 9 p.m. on April 19th, 1989, a young woman went jogging in Central Park in the heart of Manhattan, as she had done almost every evening. Shortly thereafter, she was jumped, attacked, raped, and beaten up so badly that when she was found four hours later, the doctors gave her very little chance of survival. Almost immediately, local politicians, enraged New Yorkers and the tabloid press demanded that justice be done swiftly and that suspects be arrested. And the police arrested five young men who were in the park that evening. In departure from normal procedure, even though these five were minors, their names were not withheld from the press. They were shared, causing at least one prominent New Yorker, a certain real estate developer who would later go on to be a reality show host and United States President, to take out a full-page ad saying, bring back the death penalty, bring back our police, and calling for these five young men to be executed. The five made videotaped confessions. But anyone who was really paying attention to these confessions should have known that something was amiss. Each one of the five, for example, gave completely different details as for what allegedly happened at the scene of the crime, and none of the details in any of these confessions matched the facts found at the scene of the crime. Nevertheless, the four fit the profile pretty well. Four black kids and one Hispanic kid, all of them 14. All of them matching what the prejudiced opinion of the time thought of as the likely attacker of a white female jogger. Even though it's been several decades since the case... It continues to haunt us still because, as the Talmud reminds us today, a confession, even though we tend to see it as the ultimate admission of guilt, is actually a very fraught thing. Sometimes, as was the case of the Central Park Five, it is obtained under duress using threats, empty promises, and other forms of psychological coercion. The case of the Central Park Five inspired many books and work of fiction and nonfiction. most prominently, perhaps a brilliant documentary by the filmmaker Ken Burns. Here's the trailer for this film, inviting anyone interested in this case or in the idea of justice to go ahead and learn more about the Central Park Five and about what we could take away from their case to make our criminal justice system just a little bit more just. I want us to remember what happened that day and be horrified by ourselves. New York in the late 1980s was a completely schizophrenic, divided city. New York's now the capital of racial violence. If I had more bullets, I would have shot them all again and again. Criminality, gang wars, drug wars. Who was supposed to be afraid? It would have been irrational not to be afraid. Off with the camera, man! Last night, a woman jogger was found unconscious and partially clothed in Central Park. She was beaten and sexually assaulted. A woman jogging. Central Park. Central Park was holy. It was the crime of the century. Five youths were arrested at 96th Street, all between 14 and 15 years of age. They got them. You can only imagine the pressure to have this crime solved and solved quickly. First we was all together, then they started to put us in different rooms, separately. What did you do? Who were you with? Who did you come with? The tone was very scary. I felt like they might take us to the back of the precinct and kill us. You're not going to go home until you give up a story. I told my son, to go to the park that night. I feel guilty. I'm telling the guy, I don't know what you're talking about. They're getting a little angry. And they like, you know, you did it, didn't you? He had been interrogated for over 24 hours. That amounts to pressure. These young men were guilty. It was almost unquestioned. controlled the story they created the story they seized on the fears of the people wilding the bestial characterization of the black man there's no dna match whatsoever to any of these boys i was going nuts no blood on the kids nobody could identify them but if they confessed they confessed and that was that a lot of people didn't do their jobs supporters police prosecutors defense lawyers this was institutional protection <laughs> We falsely convicted them and we walked away from our crime. This is the ultimate siren that says none of us is safe. This has been Take One. If you enjoy the show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we will be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafyomi. Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Liebowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Ruskay and Quinn Waller. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnick, Josh Cross, Mark Oppenheimer, Sarah Fredman-Ader, Robert Skaramuccia, and Tanya Singer. For more information, go to tabletmag.com take one or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You can find us on Twitter at takeone.fiomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmudic, and we will see you again soon.